Welcome to Work, Play, Obsession, a podcast about life and jiu-jitsu, where each week we'll be taking a look at the latest competition scene results, as well as interviews and roundtable discussions about the jiu-jitsu lifestyle and self-defense. Don't forget to go to workplayobsession.blogspot.com for in-depth news and analysis, as well as bonus training techniques. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you for joining us on Work, Play, Obsession, Life, and Jiu-Jitsu. I titled this episode, Christmas Parties and Promotions. We're in the middle of December. It's that time of year again for the academies to have their Christmas parties. And with that, normally comes belt promotions and stripes. And then a little bit of recognition for those who have been out there on the competition scene, winning medals, being recognized, and just celebrating and bonding as a team. So for episode seven this week, I decided not to do uh, have an interview. Just me here discussing some of the ideas I have for next year's plans. I'm working on the calendar, and I'm trying to get together my list of uh, people that I want to have on the show. So if you can think of anybody that you'd like to hear from, hit me up, send me a note. I'd be glad to have them on. I scheduled myself a little road trip, get a little extra training in. I think it'd be great. So Christmas parties and promotions. Uh, I'm sure every, every academy has their own little tradition. I've seen them done different ways. I've seen them done at the academy. Guys and, and gals come in. They train a little bit, eat a little bit, and then do promotions. I've seen academies do actual formal events or semi-formal events, let's call it that, where people get dressed up and they go to whether uh, um, they rent a space and gather there. Don't do any training. They just celebrate together, enjoy maybe a slideshow from some competitions, discuss how the season went, and then uh, talk about uh, what they have planned for the year. In this type of scenario, you, you won't normally see promotions because uh, most places like to do promotions when you know everyone's dressed in the gi on the mat and they can do a, a nice little ceremony and then, of course, send people through the gauntlet. So that one's a, a little less uh, traditional. You see that a little less often. But it's, it's, it's also kind of neat to do. Uh, sometimes you get the guys uh, and gals out of the academy just to do something different. I believe I've seen it at um, Atos where they do an annual party. I'm not sure if it actually coincides with Christmas, but they do one where the guys and gals get dressed up and, and they, they celebrate in that manner. Uh, interesting idea. I'd like to know if any of you guys out there listening, if you've, if you've seen those ceremonies as, w- as well or have ever participated in a ceremony like that. So... One of the other things that kind of comes along with Christmas parties and one of the things I enjoy about the holiday season is uh, open mats and academy hopping. Uh, that's what I call it. So majority of the time schools out there, you know, close over the holidays. So schools close. Let's say your instructor's on vacation or uh, like in our particular case is heading back to Brazil for the holidays. You get you get stuck without your, your traditional uh, class. And what that means, for me at least, is what I call academy hopping, right? So I look for open mats or any place that'll, that'll host me, and I'll go and spend some time there, train with new people, train in a different environment, and just get a taste for some of the other, uh, some of the other techniques or some of the mindsets that are, that are kind of growing out there or the games that different pe- people in different places that they like to play, which will help your game grow. One of the complaints I heard from, from someone recently was they were concerned with their level of jiu-jitsu stacking up at an open mat. So they were hesitant about going to train somewhere else because they thought, oh, maybe I, you know, if I don't do so well, 
uh, I don't want to be embarrassed. You know, so one, it's hey, check your ego at the door, but two, you have. I told them you have to realize the people that are are showing up to open mats are not your one or two training times a week type of people. People that seek out open mats and additional opportunities to train outside of normal classes are people that are trying to excel. People that are are are, are striving. To, to be at the top of their game and people that are most of the time are uh, competition mindset people. So of course you're gonna get that little extra nudge of training or you're not gonna get, I, I call it no easy days or no rounds off where there's, you know, hey, I'm gonna go uh, hide out from this guy and roll with that guy that, that's, you know, 50 pounds lighter than me and so I can take a breather because I just got crushed by, by somebody else. So, you know, that's, that's just one perspective. Um, it's always good to get out and train with other people and 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 really test yourself. You know, I was talking to one of my friends today at Open Mat and he said uh you need you need three types of people to train with, right? You need that that guy that uh is on par with you physically and and technically and that person you have good fights back and forth uh matches with. Then you need that guy that's you're better than so that you can try uh, new techniques, new positions, very dangerous positions, so that you can get used to being there and 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 work your way through them. And then you need those guys that are that are better than you, you know, obviously better than you, so that they can they can push you, so that they can put you in dangerous places, and then so that the moves you get used to or the moves that you consider to be your A game, you actually have to do them uh, properly to get them to work against people that are at that level. So I'm fortunate to say that, that I have those people and, and I definitely see the difference. I, I truly believe there was a point um, in my training where I did not have all three types. I had uh, the guys I was better than, and I had the guys that I had really good matches back and forth with, but I really didn't have anyone to push me. Um, I won't say to push me, I can, I can push myself mentally and, and, and physically, but I mean to put me in bad positions without me kind of opening the door to get there or to be so technically sound that they, that they challenged me and made me, uh, I call it nervous at this point, but in a position where I'm uncomfortable, right? So that's changed now. So I'm fortunate to have some, some really good guys I train with regularly, and I feel that as a result, my 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 escapes and my bottom game from from bad positions has has grown immensely. Yes, I understand. I, I don't want to be in those positions. And as Kurt Osiander would say, if you're there, you you already fucked up. Um, I get that. But there are times when you will be there. And uh, I don't know if you guys uh, have been to the Workplay Obsession uh, Facebook page. If not, there's a Workplay Obsession Life and Jiu-Jitsu Facebook page. Also, Workplay Obsession on Instagram. I posted a short little clip of me training my instructor. And and exactly what happened is, boom, I got hit with the triangle. And instead of reacting or just letting the techniques take over, I froze. And I was thinking, which escape to use next? And instead of using an escape, I just froze there. And by the time I decided, oh, you know what, I think I'm going to do this. It was already too late. And and that, in my mind, was a reminder that I need to train consistently, not only the, the escapes, you know, and to drill them so that I get used to doing them, but I need to train with those guys that are putting me in those dangerous positions. Because, you know, 
you can drill you can drill moves, but until you get there in a in a quote unquote game time situation, you don't know how that scenario is going to play out or how that setup uh, came about. So you can drill from different setups, but you never really know how you're going to end up there, and it's got to be natural uh, for escapes or it's too late. And I thought that was pretty interesting when I when I talked to my friend about that today, and what he also pointed out was was kind of interesting. I've been talking to some other people about is. Uh, the fact that I put a video out there with me uh, getting submitted because you don't you don't see that a lot either. Uh, I kind of laugh and joke about people. I'm like, man, I don't think anybody ever loses out there because whenever a tournament happens, all you see is videos of people on the podium and videos of people winning. So I'm like, where's the you know? I see a guy there loss because somebody's you know getting their hand raised and the other guy's not. But where's that guy analyzing the video of the loss? I mean, I don't mind posting that because. I'm watching it so many times. Um, that's that's one of the ways I learn is by watching these videos over and over again. And then it reminds me that hey, you've got work to do. You know, you got to keep grinding. You're not you're not you're not where you want to be. So that's that's another thing we talked about today. And something to keep in mind as you get as you go through the holiday seasons and you decide, man, am I going to take this time off and say, oh well, my gym's closed. Or are you going to keep grinding out there and find somewhere to train? Now, it all comes down to, you know, your goals, right? We don't all have the same goals. But be, you can be fairly, fairly certain that if you walk into an open mat or train at a different academy, those guys and girls that you find there, uh, they're going to be on the same mindset that you are because they're making time and, and finding a way uh, to keep grinding over the holidays. So, I don't know, man. That's, that's, that's the big thing that was on my mind today. Um, and I wanted to get that out first, but second point, um, about Christmas parties, promotions and the holiday season is, is going into the promotions piece, right? Um, I was joking with one of my, one of my friends today, uh, at, at open mat, uh, that just got promoted, uh, at our holiday party last week. Right. So we came in and I was like, Hey man, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to see you today. And he's like, well, what's, why is that? I was like, well, you know, some people, they get promoted and you don't see them for a couple of weeks, you know. They're 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 riding that high of getting that promotion, and they're like, ah, I've I've reached you know goal X. I'm gonna take some time off and and relax and celebrate this, you know. So it's pretty interesting. I mean, I don't know how many of you guys have seen that, but I've seen it multiple times with uh, with guys that when they make when they make blue belt, they disappear for a couple of weeks, and it's ironic that you know the belt promotions are normally over the holidays. So the two of them will work, uh, will kind of combine like Wonder Twins. And it's like, Wonder Twins, activate Christmas party and promotion. I'm going to take three weeks off and not do anything. And 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 then that's their excuse to kind of let down, you know, let their foot off the gas. But if you're out there and you get that, that bell promotion, man, take that motivation you had going into the training to test if you had to test or to make it to that level and carry that into the next belt. I don't know if mentally people say, man, I hit this gate and now it's going to take me years to make the next gate. So I'm going to take my time and take some time off. I don't know if it's that, but don't let that, don't let that happen to you out there, man. And it's the same way for competitions. If you get promoted, don't use that as a reason to say, ah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to compete, uh, until I feel comfortable. Um, just keep, just keep grinding, man. I got, I got my uh, promotion. Actually, I was very surprised that when I got promoted to the Purple Belt, I've been training pretty hard for a competition that was coming up in January, and uh, I got promoted to Purple Belt, and I never thought once, hey, you know what, I'm not going to do this competition because 
I just got promoted, and I don't think I'm ready to compete at Purple Belt. Well, interesting now, looking back on that, I heard my instructor say the other day, you know, he looks at it where when you're promoted to that next level, you're ready to compete with the people at that level. You may not be the best, but you're going to be good enough to compete at that level, right? So you will have the opportunity to assess your game where you were at. And if you want to, to use it as an excuse of why you didn't, you know, get on the podium. But the podium is not the end all be all. It's the training that is guiding you towards that competition. The motivation that you bring in and the, the, the extra attention to details we say in the military to perfecting your technique and your conditioning for that competition, that's what matters. That extra uh, matches that you have at the competition, that's, that's the icing on the cake. That's the fun part, right? So don't quit, man. Don't, don't lose focus and say, ah, I'm not going to compete for like a year until I feel myself out at this belt level and I feel like I'm ready to compete. If you got promoted to that level, at least I can speak on the, the, from the perspective of the people I train with in the academy I train at, you're ready for that level, to compete at that level. So look at it from that perspective. You know, Don't hesitate uh, to keep grinding, man, because that's what it's all about. Um, that's my little rant for today on that. But I, I just, I just want to make sure that people don't get that promotion and quit. So that was one of the questions I actually had for, for the listeners this week, if you have the opportunity, is where, do you, where have you seen the biggest drop-off in return of students after promotions, right? I, I look around and, and I see a lot of, obviously a lot of white belts as they come in, a lot of blue belts. Then it goes purple belts are there. They're, they're kind of a decent number. From my perspective, I don't see that many brown belts. I don't know where they are. You know, some places have have more of them. I, I don't really see them that often. And then you slowly start to see more of an uptick in black belts. So it's like that, that uh, I don't want to say brown hole. <laughs> it's that black hole of brown belts, man. Where, And I don't know if there's a drop-off from purple belt to brown. And people just don't do it because it, it almost seems like once you make purple belt, you're like you're you're kind of over that hump, like over that Wednesday hump. So you're you have the desire to continue, but I, I see it at that blue belt level, man, where you have some of those people that make that have that difficult long road to blue belt, that that three to five year uh, journey to blue belt. When they finally make it, you know they end up pushing so hard towards the end, or they end up pushing from a a simply a desire to make blue belt not for a passion of training that that they're exhausted before they even get to purple belt and they lose motivation so I, i've seen that with quite a few people and sometimes you know you, you throw injuries in there you throw family you throw work in there but i still think it's that 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 drive of the belt the focus on the belt at at making that that blue belt that crushes people's souls so they have the 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 joy of making it but then after that it's like man where how long is it going to take me to get to the next level i don't know and, that, and that's just my perspective i don't want to speak for for everybody but it's just one of those things that that i see um it's kind of dis- discouraging to me you know because i don't like to see people walk away 
Um, and, and that's something I do want to talk about in the, in the year coming up is, hey, what challenges are there for someone who takes a long time off? What prevents them from coming back? Not going not gonna to talk about that today, but that's something that I'm going to bring up in a future episode. So uh, I'd really like some comments from you out there, whether it's on Facebook or whether it's on iTunes or, or wherever you're pulling this, this podcast from, about what are some of the traditions you've seen or what are some traditions that you'd like to see at, a, uh, at your Christmas party. Also, I'd like to hit a little bit on, on promotions. You know, How do you guys... What do you guys think is the proper way to do promotions? Do you believe in testing? Do you believe in uh, your your instructor just saying, yep, uh, here are the promotions? Uh, funny thing, I saw some photos the other day of uh, some some guy sitting around at a, at a promotion party, and you see some of the, 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 the most salty looks on people's faces uh, who haven't... <laughs> who haven't gotten uh, promotions or haven't gotten uh, new stripes, haven't received stripes or whatever. I, I just, I challenge some of you guys out there after your next Christmas party uh, to sit down and, and look at the photo and look at the photo at the be- at the beginning of some people getting their stripes. And then at the very end, when they're all done, giving out the promotions and look at some of the people who, who felt like they weren't uh, recognized at the level they should have been. Uh, I laugh because um, I think it's funny. I mean, it's it's not, I guess, funny if you're on the receiving end of that. But at the end of the day, we're not tra- we're not really training for promotions, man. I mean, at the end of the day, you're training for for uh, for what whatever it is. I mean, you're training for self defense. Uh, you're training for uh, to stay healthy, to lose weight, to live a healthy lifestyle. You're training for uh, just because you want to be part of a team, part of a family, and belong, uh, self-confidence. Uh, maybe you wrestled throughout high school and, and college, and this was a carryover, something that kept you connected to, to your roots, whatever whatever it was. Or, I don't know, maybe you're training for promotions. I mean, <laughs> good, good on you, you know. But <laughs> just one of those interesting things for you to look at that, that I thought was, thought was kind of hilarious. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'll put together a, some sort of... Uh, Instagram photo. Actually, I have my buddy runs the uh, the White Belt Chronicle, so maybe he'll. Uh, actually, he's not even a white belt anymore. So when you listen to this, you need to realize that you need to change your tag. You're no longer a white belt, so uh, you can no longer run White Belt Chronicles. You got to you got to step it up another level. But uh, something to look at and look at look at the salty faces out there. Um, kind of funny. All right, so. Um, I think that's it for me this week, man. I just wanted to to, to touch base and say uh, uh, don't stop training over this holiday weekend. Um, if you need somewhere to train, man, shit, hit me up. I, I know some places that, that are open over the holidays. I know my school will be open until uh, the week of Christmas. We're going to be grinding. I know the next competition that we're looking at is uh, Atlanta Open is in February. Um, stay focused keep grinding out there um i know one one way to approach the holiday season is to you know pick pick a certain set of techniques that you want to improve upon or pick a certain position that you want to improve upon and and work that you know maybe you don't work at your intensity uh competition level intensity but you work with a specific goal in mind um i know i'm working on a lot of stuff from bottom uh cross side 
submission escapes, things of that nature. So I'm not rolling as hard. Uh, I am a bit out of shape right now. I can feel it when when I'm rolling with some people, but but I'm not. You know, don't don't stop grinding, right? So that way, when you come back to to January, you're you're rocking and rolling and ready to go for the year. Um, stay focused. Uh, keep grinding. I'm putting together a schedule for next year. Uh, hopefully, I have some good guests out there. If there's anything you want to hear, or if you want to be on, man, let me know. I'm gonna start traveling uh, a little bit more than I than I had than I've been able to the last couple of weeks. Talk to some of the uh, heavier hitters in the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area, and get some training uh, outside of the school, and and bring that back to you guys. Let you know what I thought. Let you hear what other people think, and just uh, let you see that we're all like-minded with a, with a singular focus on on enjoying uh, jujitsu and the jujitsu lifestyle. So. Once again, thank you for joining in. Uh, I'll see you next week. And until then, man, keep grinding. Later. Thank you for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Work, Play, Obsession, Life, and Jiu-Jitsu. And download our next episode. Also, feel free to visit our blog at workplayobsession.blogspot.com. There you'll find photos, videos, in-depth analysis, and more often than not, weird ramblings from yours truly. Up, until next time, keep grinding, train hard.